This is Markin Out Out. Promotion called All Elite Wrestling. Marking Out presents the Wednesday Night Wars, the ongoing battle for brand supremacy between AEW, All Elite Wrestling, and WWE's NXT to see who is the better show on Wednesday nights. Thank you very much for listening to this on the Marking Out Broadcast Network. I, I, what do I always say? The Online Listening Experience Podcast Network. Yes, that's it. Um, if you're listening on major podcasting applications, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Um, follow us on all of our social media fronts. Marketnet on Twitter and f- Facebook. Marketnet11 on YouTube and Instagram. Email us at marketnet1 at gmail.com and purchase our merchandise at prowrestlingtees.com slash marketnet. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I am also here with Brandon, who you can follow on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. It's kind of uh, really windy out. It's like real windy outside. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing I feel good. weird. I feel like I said that kind of like Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Who's Matt LeBlanc? How you doing? From uh, Friends, Joey from Friends. I don't, I don't watch Friends. <laughs> I don't watch Friends, but I know that it's like a famous thing. It is. I yeah. I mean, I know you watch Best Friends. Surely that's got to be a derivative of that. Yeah, and speaking of Best Friends, they kicked off AEW Dynamite this week. Right to the action. Everybody in the ring already. You have a four corners match for the AEW Tag Team Titles, in which your new. Number one contenders are Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Um, I was surprised by this. I thought LAX was going to go uh, all the way in this one. But I know a lot of people trash this match. I enjoyed it. I mean, I get it. Like, you know, the Young Bucks, all they do is the hits. That's it. You know, it's I, the- I like most of it, but it just it seemed too choreographed. Yes. Sorry, I was taking so, a, I was taking a swig for the working man. What? It wasn't a uh, broken skull IPA. Sorry. What, what, what is it? I forget the cans in the other room. It's like a Mai Tai IPA. Real weird stuff these days in beer. But anyway, I mean, I was I was kind of surprised at this with them, but like, I get it storyline purposes. Because then let's say they lose the tag team title shot, and then you can start a feud between Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Meh? Yeah, Plus. I just I don't I just didn't like the fact that the young bucks were facing the elite. Why? It just to me that doesn't make sense. They're the same stable. Why should two tag teams in it? Or I don't even I don't even like the fact that Hangman Page is a tag team with with Kenny Omega, and it's like why are there two members, two different teams of a tag team trying to go for the title? That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. But, it's like I don't recall any other stable ever doing that, but I mean it's very possible that they might have, but I just don't recall that. And if you know a stable that's done uh, that, reach out to us at Markin Out on Twitter and let us know. 
so we could be better wrestling fans and well versed. It's um, like that that one spot where they did the, the the suplex where they were like, "Oh, we can't lift you, we can't lift you," and then Cassidy gets in the ring and the people flip, they go bananas because he's huge. I thought I thought that was that was great. I, it's just uh, it's so unnecessary. Crazy. What are you getting? Like uh, the cops called on you over there? Yeah, Big Papa Pump's debuting. <laughs> I haven't seen. If you don't actually hear it, it's actually WWE's theme song. But I haven't seen. I haven't seen uh, NWA Power yet, dude. It was bizarre. Why? Because he had no hair. Yeah. Finally gave in. It's like because, but like my my eyes won't let me, or my brain won't let my eyes register that he has no hair. So it's like fills in. That he still has hair, <laughs> so it's like weird. You know, you ever you ever have like your eyes playing tricks on you like that? No, I don't. I'm sorry about that, Brandon. It's so weird seeing that, and I still I have no idea how they use that WWE theme song on Power. That was weird. I don't know either. I'm not too sure about that. But you know, speaking about members of the elite, Cody Rhodes comes out and says yes to all of MJF's uh, demands for a match. So. We're going to get a, a live lashing in the ring, and it'll probably after a steel cage match. So expect a lot of blood. And I guess, like, he's going to use, I assume, like a custom weight belt or something. Yeah, maybe. I told Dave the other day that I, I feel like that's, like, the reason why everybody uses those weight belts is because of Ryder. <laughs> no, but Ryback was using it beforehand. Was Ryback using that beforehand? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he was using the WWE on his run. Mmm. Mmm. And then, so, okay, so the chain starts with Ryback, and then Ryder sees it, maybe, and likes it to work out with. Yeah. But also, then, it's also it's good with weightlifting, and, like, like weightlifters in general, because it gives you more support on your back when you're doing, like, deadlifts and stuff like that. I don't know. stuff. Okay, so, so Zack Ryder likes it, use, gets a custom one to work out with. Yep. Pat Buck likes it, I assume. Yeah, Pat Buck and had a whole bunch and, of them. And steals it <laughs> and uses it to wrestle with. And then comes Cody Rhodes, who is friends with Pat Buck, who then saw that and took that from Buck, I assume. I don't want to say stealing. I, I, mean, he, I mean, also, there was a, a moment in there. I, I don't know. Did No, I don't think so. What? I think it was. I think it went Ryback, Ryder, Buck, Cody. Was there anybody else? Well, I was thinking maybe Bonesaw, but I don't. I don't think he had that. I don't know either. Bonesaw was ready. Uh, next up after this promo, I I want to kind of touch about this anymore. It's just Cody saying, you know. I think I think his entrance takes too long. By the way, I think it, and I'm surprised he didn't come out with Arn Anderson this week. Makes yeah, it's like I don't know why. What's the point? Yeah. Uh, and then also, you know, call, calling uh, MJF an old timer, and you know he's an old school heel and stuff like that. So that I thought it was pretty good. Uh, next up, what I thought was a very interesting backstage promo was Joey Janela talking about how uh, you know he, last year wasn't his year, but next week he's got something to prove against Bright Phoenix. So good to use Joey Janela in that aspect, especially. I just I did I didn't think it was the strongest of promos. That okay. it could have been. Why? And I also, I, I just, I don't, there was like, I don't know, there were bits and pieces that I would have cut and done differently. But I think, I, I think it's weird that um, Kip Sabian and Penelope are known as what? I don't know. He's known as the bad boy. They're known as the, 
something. The, the super, super bad. bad. Well, he was yeah, always known. He, he was he was always known yeah. about that as that. Super which big. which makes which is like like they're super bad boy or super bad boy and super bad girl and she and he's the the bad boy. And they're kind of like feuding with each other. Yeah, so he's the be- the best of the bad. Um, next up, women's action, as Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida f- defeated Brandy Rhodes and Mel. It was supposed to be Kong and Mel, but apparently M- Kong was out with an illness. Uh, I would see I, when that when that happened when Brandy was in the match. I was like, I could have sworn Kong was supposed to be in this. Yeah, I would assume it's the flu. Flu is kind of going around. Yeah, my um, brother was just super sick. Oh yeah, super sick, super sick. But I mean, Statlander picking up a big victory, hitting the Big Bang Theory on Mel. It's very, like she could have broken lucky. her neck. Very lucky there, yeah. Yeah, very lucky. I, I, I sat there. I was like, wow. I'm like, a couple of inches would have been the worst thing in the world. And see, people, people like tear Statlander apart because oh, that move's unsafe. They shouldn't do that. Blah blah blah. And then because she missed the move earlier in the match, also the the shooting star. Which then turned into what looked like a, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if you'd call it a shooting star or a moonsault. It's but a moonsault where she kicks it in front of her and does the backflip. Yeah. Yeah. Where she completely missed, and, but whatever. Mel should have been closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, liked, you just sound like the stereotypical wrestling <laughs> fan tonight. I liked uh, I liked them doing the where where she held the chair for Hikaru Shida for her to do the knee drop the knee. Smash off, yeah. Of whatever. The, I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of what this is. Yeah, but but Statlander picks up the <laughs> win, so that's face. a good win for her. Going so where does it? She she was in first place last week. Now she's in third place. So because she picked up a victory, does that put her in like second place, or how does that work? I have no clue. Like no. it didn't make sense. They they released no. The, next the week it's new... going to be like Ali, who hasn't wrestled a women's match since like the first NXT AEW. She's going to be number one for some reason. The, the, the rankings are so strange. Yeah, like it didn't make sense where they said Kong is ranked at number one even – or no, Kong was ranked at number four or something even though she was one and oh and everyone else was oh and one. So I'm yeah. just like completely not understanding how <laughs> how these ranking systems work. Yeah. Um, next, other things that Brandon doesn't understand is these dark, this Dark Order vignette. Apparently, there's a higher power. No, with... I like this one. Oh, you did? Wow. Um, anyway, Dark, there's a t- there's a higher power here. Do you th- who do you think it is? Oh, I don't want to even take guesses because, and I'm going to be so disappointed. But like, well, disappointed in the fact that it, it means they're no longer in WWE. But there are rumors going around that it's Matt Hardy. And well, I don't like... Okay, but what I've heard that it's his um, his contract's up in March. Right, so I mean they they could 100% still do these vignettes leading up to... No, you can't... I, I would love to see like Matt Hardy versus the Dark Order. That'd be fun. I don't know, but like... Because oh, he, he's also... He's doing all these like free the delete video series and... Right now he's in limbo, and I guess people really don't know what the deal is. You think they put Brody Lee in charge of the Dark Order? I really would prefer that to not be that. Yeah, same. I'm the same. But and, and again, I'm still under that whole like 
he should 100% be the next AEW champion, but perhaps he goes to NWA. Perhaps he goes somewhere else. Perhaps he just, I would say, stays home, but he's been staying home for the past year. Um, but, with the exception of like one or two dates. but Yeah, right. Oh, didn't he have that awesome match with Donovan McDij- whatever his name is? Donovan Dijakovic. Yeah. At Worst Clyde last year. Yeah. Next up, you have... John Moxley picking up the victory over Sammy Guevara. Uh, the winner of this faces the winner of the main event this Saturday night for a number one contendership match. Um, John Moxley obviously picks up the win. What are you laughing at? Because when this match began, Sammy Guevara is just standing in the ring, and I'm like, why? Why the hell does it sound like there's a car driving through the arena or driving? Like I, it sounds like a car engine. And then Amber uh, Moxley drove out. In the in that seven hundred thousand dollar car, or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's was why it like it two million like dollars last week, or three million? I don't know. Two. I think it was seven hundred thousand last week and two hundred or two million last. Uh, Regardless, that's one yeah, pro wrestling com slash marking out. Moxley picks up the victory. The bigger story here was the post match scuffle with Moxley and Jericho and Jer- uh, and Jericho. Unscrewing one of those spikes on his jacket and stabbing Moxley in the head. You know, they sell it that he had or to. Mo- most his importantly, eye. in his eye. Yeah. In his eye. Um, and Jericho said that, you know, John Moxley signed his death warrant. So they're really putting some hype uh, into these guys. <laughs> Jer- Jericho said it was an eye for an eye. I don't recall Jericho getting his eye taken out. Um, he took his head taken out with a bottle of, sh- of champagne yeah, last week. Yeah. I wasn't taken out, you know, the bottle, bottle over his head. Yeah, but, st- but regardless, sh- that's sh- one sh- for us. Glass, that you know I mean? Yeah, and it was so evident <laughs> that he was looking for that bottle last week, too. He's like, oh, which one's the right one? I don't know. No, well, I think they were. They might have all been gimmicked because he had the, or at least multiple ones were gimmicked because as soon as he picked up that one to smash over Swagger's head and it, like, it just disintegrated. He hard, he hard, hard way to brother. Um, next up, my favorite part, actually, no, not my favorite part, yes, kind of, um, but MJF and the Butcher and the Blade picking up the victory over Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, and the returning Diamond Dallas Page. Mark that super hard for DDP's, uh, gear, because he had, like, the old school 97 DDP logo on there. Yeah, plus, I mean, a huge advertisement for DDP Yoga. DDPY, <laughs> get it right. Right. Oh, excuse me. I got to get back on the DDPY train. It's, uh, it was pretty cool to see that because he, he had never worn uh, gear like that in WWE. He, yeah. Like, immediately when he debuted, he was already wearing those uh, the leather pants. But So it was really cool to see the very and Like, he had, like, the blue uh, above, like, the waist part. I can't yeah. believe how old he is. He's in his 60s. Yeah, and he looks unreal. Yeah. He looks great. Um, Which, I th- that was obviously the, the spot of the night was the... Him the diving off... crossbody. The crossbody off the top rope. I think that picked up like a lot of like big headlines. Um, and then the diving cutter on Andy Williams, and which that, I, I marked super hard at, and got retweets from not only Andy Williams, but also a Diamond Dallas Page Yoga account. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think, is like the epitome of what not how, epitomy, but like uh, of my how, life uh, right no, there the, no no the success of what ddpy can do is that like i mean ddp's in fantastic shape yeah you're next brandon eh, i don't know about that 
We'll get you into the, the accountability crib. You know, you hang out with Scott Hall all day. Yeah, yeah, right. I would love to be a fly on the wall for those conversations. <laughs> like between me and Scott? Yeah. I, well, I don't even know what we'd speak about. So, um, Mr. Ramon, my name's Scott Hall. Okay, Scott. Um, I, I, I don't think I would call him Mr. Ramon. I, I first knew him as Scott Hall. That mustache you had in, uh, what was it, no, AWA? AWA. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about bringing it back? <laughs> um, I, this match was fun all around. The DDP spots were great. Um, MJF shirt. What? I mean, have a shirt that was not is not PG, so we're not going to talk about it on the show. I mean, that's not. I, I don't think. I mean, it's in reference to DDP's catchphrase. You know, it's like the "I broke uh, Wahoo's arm" or "I broke yeah. Big Show's leg" shirt. It's a kind little, of in that, in that same style <laughs> with DDP's logo on it. Yeah, um, fun match all around. MJF gets the. Uh, you could say obvious win on the roll-up during an instant replay. Which was absolutely, come on. Y- yeah. Um, but, yeah, this was fun. I liked this a lot. I want to see DDP in more of these kind of roles. Put him in, if they do a War Games, put him in the War Games match. It'd be awesome. I, I don't, I can't see them doing War Games just because WWE is doing it. No, but they have this whole... The elite thing and the inner circle, they can bring those back together. Or even the Nightmare Family. Team Cody versus Team MJF in a War Games I, match. I think it would have to be something. I don't, I don't think Cody would want to associate like that. Okay, true. Understandable. Uh, next up, your main event, which was fantastic. The Bastard Pac. Picks up the victory over Darby Allen. This match was a hard-hitting match. It kind of shows you the star that Darby Allen is now in AEW by giving him a big main event like this against Pac. And these guys were awesome. I liked, uh, I forget what move followed it. There was a coffin drop that was blocked by... With a German uh, suplex. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. I mean, there was a bunch of falsies in there. There was very indie-rific stuff, but... It was it was a fun, really great match, but uh, indie-rific in a good way because I thought like the stuff that they did in this match was like way like not even comparable to how much better it was than the opening contest. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, after the match, though, John Moxley comes out looking like Snake from Metal Gear Solid, saying that he's not forfeiting next week and he's going to face off for the number one contendership. It's bizarre is I could swear I remember after Ambrose left WWE, he did an interview and like completely trashed or something the the fact that he was always in like using ambulances and stuff. Okay. I could not find it for the life of me. I tried to Google it, but I, I and I, I like I could almost swear there was an interview where he's like, I hate doing that stuff, blah blah blah. It's probably Jericho's thing. I, I, it might have been, but even if I might even be making that up, but like I could swear that's like a true thing. But here he is kicking his way out of an ambulance here. Yeah, and I feel like he's been associated his whole career, like his pro career, not even pro career because he was on the indies, but like WWE to now. I feel like there's been there might have been like three ambulance spots, but I just associate him with an ambulance these days. Yeah. 
Yep. But uh, it should be interesting to see one-eyed Ambrose pick up the victory next week. In oh, the middle sure. of the ocean. Or maybe not even in the middle no, of the ocean. I don't they think... might be docked. No, I don't think it's in the middle of the ocean. They're, they're probably going to be the... docked in the Bahamas? No, they won't be docked in the Bahamas. They, you... They'll probably be... It, it's not going live on... A, on a... Oh, I thought it was. No, they're going to... I think they leave Friday and they get back like Tuesday. The Jericho Cruise. If but I'm no. not mistaken. But... <laughs> what? Yeah, I, th- I was under the impression that they were going to be in the Bahamas live. It's a t- oh yeah, it's twentieth to the twenty fourth. So yeah, they might be in the middle of the ocean. I, I really, I think they will be live. I don't know. I hope they'll be live. A two hour show live on a boat. Imagine the things that could go wrong. I don't. I mean, if you if you prepared for it. I don't know, and, and they they did they've already I think live streamed from from there the last time. No, they didn't. They did not that, live that show from wasn't there. that show wasn't aired. No, they released it later on. I oh. think it was like a live to tape show. Well, they got. Tony I remember. Khan, I remember. His name is on that last. Money. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I on that last show that they did with Ring of Honor on there, apparently a seagull just fell down and died right in the middle of the, a match. Oh my god! Like in the crowd. And Colt Cabana and Jay Lethal on commentary, and they lost it. They were laughing so hard. Yeah, the the, uh, the very first time I was on a cruise, somebody was airlifted off. Why? And uh, I, I guess, I don't know if he, was, if, if he was dead or, like, sick enough that he needed to be airlifted off. But, like, ironically, as he was being airlifted off, the band was in the middle of playing, um, oh, what were they playing? I don't know if it was Stairway to Heaven. Oh Jesus, that's terrible. But Talk they were in the middle irony. of playing they were in the middle of playing like a song that was like I think it might have been Stairway to Heaven. Like a that doesn't make sense though. It was like a Caribbean version of it. Oh my god. Um but let's talk about NXT from oh, this week. Wait, before we move on to NXT, we should make mention that AEW signed on for Thank you. Uh, I wanted to mention this. Three more years Four with more an years. option. Well, no, because they're no, no. They re-signed till twenty twenty three, which is three years, and then they have an option to renew it for a fourth. Yeah, and also uh, Taz is signed with the company. Yeah, I think it's a great addition. I like Taz on commentary. Uh, four more years, and they announced a brand new television program that'll be coming to television, which is in a reworked version of AEW Dark. So I wonder if Dark is going away, and it's gonna become Thunder. No, I think they said it's gonna. Well, they'll probably. I don't know if they're gonna even keep Dark. I don't know if it's gonna be like AEW Light. But it's th- no, <laughs> because, come on. because it's gonna be on TV now. Yeah, right. No, it has to be. AEW thought lightning. Come on, but I don't think I don't know if it's going to be a wrestling show. I I don't know they the way that from what I read it seemed like it was going to be like vignettes and and like recap promos or something. So it's just going to be like a recap show. So I don't know if it may, we might it, it could actually be though because we have recaps and stuff in AEW Dark. So it I mean it'll be a retooled version of that. So I don't know. They certainly don't have a big enough roster to have two wrestling shows each week, and that's very evident when you watch AEW Dark, where it's like yeah. they have the most random of matches. Like, 
it just, I don't know. We yeah, Billy Gunn's son wrestling this week and last week, even though last week was supposedly just a, just a tryout match, wasn't supposed to be aired, even though they they commentary counted it as two and zero. Yeah, you're still on this, huh? It just it doesn't make sense. And also for for a thing being Bash of the Beach, do you think they did enough? No, I mean you know, I thought, out I thought it pants. was not. Well, I mean, they did the whole like they dress like Caribbeanish. Yeah, they dressed Miami Vice. Yeah, well, that, Cody Rhodes well, had Cody, his mustache that was, back. That was straight up. I would see him as like a Miami cop. Yeah, straight up, Cody dressed as Miami Vice. Everyone else was like tropical shirt and everything. But I don't think there was like I don't even think they had sand. I know there wasn't even a pool. They could put a kiddie pool up. Come on, go. Yeah, they had like the surfboards and everything by the entrance. But if you're bringing back Bash of the Beach and you're like touting that like holy crap we're bringing back bash of the beach then you better bring back bash of the beach <laughs> there was no beach there was no bash there was no cake presents are very upset about that no because if there was cake because it's wrestling it would have been ruined yeah all right but nxt starting off wasn't ruined at all solid promo from keith lee talking about becoming the north american champion uh, then interrupted by Undisputed Era and them getting the upper hand, taking the old chair ski to Keith Lee's ankle. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa comes out to help uh, make the save, and that's uh, that comes about it. Well, uh, yeah. So, which, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it was the strongest promo to open with. I but... thought Keith Lee just looked like a monster. Yeah, it's just like he dresses like he just goes to the gym or or is it maybe like he just had a swim or something. Yeah, maybe with those pink shoes. Wow. Uh yeah, but it matched it matched his blue and pink shirt. Yeah. Uh another first round match in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic in the Broserweights. Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle pick up the victory over Mark Andrews and Flesh Morgan Webster. Uh, the biggest story out of this match is Matt Riddle now has a mustache, and it's <laughs> unreal how fantastic he looks. One of the but little it doesn't, it's not like you, mustaches. But you don't, like, actually notice it. I did. But it's, like, it's there, but in some angles it's not there. I can I Because it's, like, still, so thin. Yeah, it's so, like, bro mustache. But uh, this was a really good match, especially coming Fun spots. off of uh, NXT TakeOver UK Blackpool 2, where Flash, Mark Webster, and Mark Andrews had that big ladder match. So I know they made mention it of on, on uh, commentary. Perhaps if they hadn't had that match, maybe they would have gone the distance here. But we all know Broserweights are probably winning this now. <laughs> yeah. And foreshadowing a little bit. They they even have a basic, uh, somewhat of a tag team finisher. Oh yeah, the bitter end since the knee, right? Yeah, sick, sick. They're gonna go on to face Imperium in the second semifinals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Next up after this is Tommaso Ciampa coming out to the ring, sport a black eye. Wants his life back. Adam Cole's on his list. And then Undisputed Era makes their way to the ring to beat up Tommaso Ciampa. All of a sudden, big reunion. Johnny Gargano comes out, tries to help out Tommaso Ciampa. 
they pat her out of the ring. What you thought, Brandon? So I thought this was weird that they did this segment over again. They did it twice. Well, because they did Keith Lee being saved by Champa, oh, the, the same style. Okay, and then Champa being saved by Johnny. So, and it's both times undisputed error. Champa's involved in both ones. So I don't. I thought it was weird, but uh, DIY. Do we talk about that now or? Uh, yeah, let's talk about it now. They've issued a challenge to Mustache Mountain. No, Mustache Mountain issued a challenge to DIY. DIY accepted. And it's going to be a Worlds Collide. This is, I think, the selling point for me. For Worlds Collide. Is they, already, be... they have a brand new t-shirt on WW Shop. Yeah. So, kind of cool. Especially because you get this. And then right after that, you get Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. So it's like, it's pretty cool. Like these couple big... Uh, the uh, big events like coming up uh, back to back to back. Yeah, and they they fought off undisputed era together, and they their uh, their tag finish. So it was cool, very cool. Burp. Oh, excuse me. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. You could uh, have muted. <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's you know me complimenting this beer that I'm drinking. Uh, next up, in surprising first round action, the last match in the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. The Grizzled Young Veterans picked up the win over Alex Shelley and Kushida. Uh, This match was awesome. I enjoyed this a lot. Surprising. Very surprising. Yeah, I was waiting for I-94 at a time that didn't happen. I thought it was about to happen with, like, a reverse, like, where Kushida was going to do Shelley's move and Shelley was going to do Kushida's move, but that didn't happen. And uh, another another tag team that was featured in that, that ladder match at... NXT TakeOver, and I thought this was just a great match. Yeah. I Hopefully, thought... I, after the match, uh, later on, they, they had an interview with Alex Shelley and Kushida, and it kind of seemed like Alex Shelley is going to be sticking around. Good. So, hopefully, one day we'll see, maybe Portland, we'll, we're going to see Time Splitters versus Undisputed Era. We'll see. Something we'll like see. that. We'll see. Uh, you had a triple threat match. For the new number one contender for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Isaiah Swerve Scott will be entered in a fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship at NXT Worlds Collide. This should be exciting. This match was exciting. Thoughts, Brandon? I liked it. I thought I... Yeah, you know, I kind of thought Leo Rush was going to win this, but they, they've they been hyping. I don't know, man. With the, with, up. The, with the addition of Tyler Breeze, don't you think, like, it's more senior to, I mean, not really senior because 205 Live, he just debuted two, three weeks ago on 205 Live. I think it was just last week. Yeah, so, I don't know. Not too sure. But yeah, and then, then they they have the I forget what the other two matches on the other side I think it was uh, Travis Banks and Brian Kendrick, okay, and uh, Legero, what's his name? Yes, Legero versus somebody else I forget who I don't it might Travis Banks I think is in there somewhere but and I know Brian Kendrick's in it which I thought was odd I didn't realize he was like he just had like an angle on two hundred five live last or two weeks ago. So I thought it was weird that he just showed up. Yeah, maybe they're just bringing in some extra Cruiserweight talent. Yeah, but it's weird because it's Worlds Collide and it's UK versus 
over here, and here he is fighting over for the UK side. So, all right. Unless he doesn't get in, so. But we'll find out who's in it next week. Yeah, we will find out who's going to be in it next week, uh, and who is going to be the number one contender for Rhea Ripley's NXT Women's Championship. You had a number one battle royal, number one contendership. One person that decided that they weren't entering was Chelsea Green, her and Robert Stone earlier in the night, saying that she's too hot for this tournament, and left. So, I know you you must have been disappointed by that. I mean, yes and no, but we'll uh, you know we'll, see we'll, what sucks. What sucks about that is the fact that Diana Perazzo was actually in this match. I was hoping that like they'd you know she would also be part with with Chelsea Green and Robert Stone, but I don't know if that's gonna be if that's gonna be happening. But we had a bunch of like returns during this match. We had uh, Tegan Knox make her return, who we have not seen since the last takeover when she got taken out by Dakota Kai. And coincidentally, she got taken out of this match by Dakota Kai again. So I'm assuming for Portland, we're going to see some sort of grudge match between the two of them. Yeah, perhaps. We also saw um, Mercedes Martinez, who literally was just signed to the company or announced as signed to the company on Tuesday make her return to NXT, I believe return, maybe return, probably not return, uh, in this battle royal where uh, she went up against another returning, Shayna Baszler. We have not seen her since she lost the title. Uh, So that was cool to see them go up against each other. We also had, um, let's see who else returned, Uh, Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. One day after her 30th birthday, she returned. And, uh, man, I wanted so much more. I hope she's back for good. There was, like, those few months where we were were worried where, like, she got released or who knows what happened. And luckily she's back. Yeah, that's it. I I liked – there was kind of like a Maven Undertaker-esque moment where Shotzi Blackheart came out of nowhere. They thought it was the final four, and Shotzi came over and eliminated – Baszler. By God. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're at the final four. And I'm like, I could swear Shotzi Blackheart, she just got a big boot from Perazzo outside of the ring. She went underneath the rope. I could swear she's still in it. Anybody know if she's still in it? <laughs> and then she she came out of nowhere and eliminated big time Shayna Baszler. She was the former champion. Yeah. And your new number one contender is Bianca Belair. So it's going to be at NXT TakeOver Portland. Bianca Belair facing off against Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. I wish... I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of wish it wasn't Belair. I feel like we've already seen her. Yeah, but she impresses. But she what? But she still impresses. Oh, <laughs> impresses. Yeah, absolutely. So this will be I'm something to be so stoked about for NXT Dude. Portland. We have this, and then we have Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano, too. I was pulling for Tegan Knox, and and I was like, then at the at Portland or whatever, she can get screwed over by Dakota Kai. And I was texting with Dave, and Dave goes, "Well, what if she just gets screwed over tonight?" I was like, "I hope not." And then that happens. Yeah, true. And and Dave is like, "My pick is this person," and that person gets eliminated. He goes, "Well, uh, my pick is this person," and that person gets eliminated. <laughs> and then he finally settled with Bianca Belair, and I was like, "Oh, come on, EO, do it!" And then Bianca Belair won. But yeah. But solid 
NXT. There was that also that one spot. I think it was between. Uh, I I want to say Bel Air and Io Shirai, where they were like teetering on that top turnbuckle. That was like, oh my god, I've never seen somebody go forward before like that, like yeah. towards the ring, uh, towards the the crowd. Yeah, so solid cool. women's action on NXT to close the show. A lot of action on both shows. In the ratings, however, AEW won by almost 200,000 uh, viewers. Yeah, again, viewership is down for both programs, yep. so nobody's actually winning. <laughs> Says the true NXT fan right here. Yeah, I mean, But, I mean, if it goes down, it goes down. You're, nobody's winning. Yeah, The ratings aren't going up. Each week they go down, so it doesn't matter. Well, I think more people tuned into like the hardcore fan base tuned into AEW because Diamond Dallas Page, you know yeah. that nostalgia factor. I mean, Bash at the Beach is a name. Yeah, that's so. it. But I'm not. I'm not making any excuses with that at all. So. You're making a lot of excuses. No, no, no. I'm not making excuses no, 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 as no, no, no. to why people tuned into AEW over NXT. I think they're just like. And then after, like, the ratings come out, you you look at the replies to what Brian Alvarez tweets out, and everyone is like, well, we did it, we killed NXT, NXT is canceled, and that just, that's not, I don't, that's not going to happen. I had an argument on Twitter the other day where somebody was saying, um, they said something like, oh, we did it, and, uh, or I forget what they said, and I was like, that's not how ratings work. Like, WWE, they're not going to just, like, take it off of the air. USA Network's not just going to take the show off the air because another company is beating them in ratings. Yeah, for They're sure. still drawing, like... I mean, it's not the best ratings, but... that I don't think that's how... I don't think USA Network would just, like, pull NXT because of that. And also, I don't think people understand, like... WWE, they're always they're always saying like, oh well, WWE chose to run against AEW, but WWE was already running Wednesday nights. Yeah, they just weren't doing it on as big a platform as USA. And there were talks for them to go live way before AEW was a company. Yeah, but then they finally just pulled the trigger, especially with so WWE like, losing Monday Night Raw. They don't want to they want to put another WWE entity on their Smackdown. programming. Smackdown. Oh well, no, they lost. Oh, Smackdown. My apologies. But it's like I don't I don't understand how somebody could argue like oh well WWE knew what they were doing they AEW knew what they were doing AEW was the they they TNT was the one that chose to have wrestling on Wednesday nights yeah. like it wasn't WWE trying to like flex to use a current word if I'm using that correctly <laughs> on on AEW they were already on Wednesday nights yeah true. True, true, true. I enjoy both shows equally. That's not and it's what... not... I, I definitely don't enjoy them equally. Each show... Well, no. I well, enjoy week. NXT way more. Well, obviously. But, like, this week I enjoyed both shows equally. But there are definitely a lot of things from AEW that I do like and wish there was a lot that was different. But I'm not on the writing team. Because there isn't a writing team. There aren't any storylines. There's one storyline. Two, if you count the collective. What about the Dark Order? That storyline. Well, what are they doing? What's their storyline? They they re- revealed themselves on the story on uh, their promo they had this week. But who are they working against? They're they're looking for anybody who's beaten and down on their luck because they're going to try to get them. They're, into the Dark they're just Order. trying to get more people. Yeah, for sure. That's a storyline right there. I don't. That's to me is well. 
no, it's a storyline, but I, I, when I say storyline, I mean then, like, feuds, the, I guess. And then the Joey Janela Kip Sabian storyline. There's another one right there. There, yeah, but those aren't they're they're not like strong. Those aren't strong things at all. I know but there's nothing. Oh, but he got blowed last week. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yep. I yep, don't think yep. that's not to me a storyline. That's a storyline. That's it. They don't just have random matches for no good reason. There's, there's, they're building things. They're building things now. But they do have random matches for no good reason. Hey, why not? They're a more niche down audience than yeah, your WWE fine. audience. So, agree to disagree. And on that note, let's finish this show off. Mark now presents the Wednesday Night Wars. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We truly appreciate it. On Facebook and Twitter, you can reach us at MarkingOut. On YouTube and Instagram, MarkingOut11. Email us, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog. Dave, who is not here, at DaveTheRave underscore MO. And Brandon at BTTG161. And until next week, we wish you the best of luck in your have a fantastic